Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your boy is back. The chocolate one has arrived. And let me tell you, the past few weeks have been a damn struggle. But you know what? In the words of the late, great Nipsey Hussle, the marathon continues. So it is in that spirit that I'm going to try and do an episode that I hope will give a brief respite from the bullshit that is going on. But let's be honest, some of this is going to have a dusting of that bullshit because America just can't help itself. And America is going to America. Alright, first off, the protests going on around the country have given a brother a sense of, uh, let's just call it optimism, that I'll be honest, I can't remember ever having in my 36 years. Um, in the first 10 days of protests, we've seen some pretty tangible results, so let me go to the notes here. In Minneapolis, they banned the use of chokeholds. Uh, charges were upgraded against uh, Derek Chauvin and his thug accomplices and uh, were finally arrested and charged with murder as well. Dallas adopted a duty to intervene rule that requires officers to stop other cops who are engaging in inappropriate use of force. It's crazy that that wasn't already standard operating procedure, but you know what, whatever. New Jersey's Attorney General said the state will update its use of force guidelines for the first time in two decades. In Maryland, a bipartisan work group of state lawmakers announced the police reform work group. The LA City Council introduced a motion to reduce LAPD's 1.8 billion with a B operating budget. The MBTA in Boston agreed to stop using public buses to transport police officers to protests. And police brutality that were captured on cameras led to the near immediate suspension and firing of officers in many cities, including Buffalo and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, monuments that were celebrating co uh, the Confederates were removed in Virginia, Alabama, and other states. Uh, NASCAR banned the use of the Confederate flag. The street in front of the White House was renamed Black Lives Matter Plaza. And military forces began to withdraw from Washington, D.C. So while it may seem at times hopeless, the work is being done. Results are being seen. So it's important not to get complacent. But you also don't want to forget to celebrate the victories. We deserve to celebrate the victories. All right, let's go on with some of the less serious things, shall we? So, as everyone knows, I'm always team fuck the NCAA. Pay your damn players, NCAA. Anyway, given that there are so many young black men that are propelling old white guys to hefty paychecks, you would think that in the aftermath of the George Floyd murder, that some of these guys would think of the young men who they often refer to as their kids. Well, one such person that bloviates with an air of moral superiority most of the time is Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney. You would imagine he would have something profound and empathetic to say to his black players, right? Wrong. Here's what Dabo said, and I'm going to do this in my Dabo Sweeney voice. First and foremost... I know that we are all hurting for the Floyd family and our country. I can speak for our entire staff and our team in that regard for sure. We have all witnessed just disgusting acts of evil. And that's really the only word I can appropriately use. What I know as I approach everything from a perspective of faith 
is that where there are people, there's going to be hate. There's going to be racism and there's going to be greed and jealousy and crime and so on because we live in a sinful fallen world. We've had so much bad news. What? That was just a shit ton of nothing. Meanwhile, 20-year-old Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, said this, and he said it in a much he said it much quicker than Dabo's nothing statement. There has to be a shift in the way of thinking. Rational must outweigh irrational. Justice must outweigh injustice. Love must outweigh hate. If you put yourself in someone's shoes and you don't like how it feels, that's when you know things need to change. I'm siding with my brothers that deal and continue to deal with things I'll never experience. The injustice is clear and so is the hate. It can no longer be explained away. If you're still explaining it, check your heart and ask why. Why is the 20-year-old more composed and actually willing to acknowledge the true issue instead of the man being paid millions of dollars who just wants us to pray it away. Then the 20-year-old had to go out and defend his coach for wearing a shirt that says, Football Matters, an obvious takeoff of Black Lives Matter. Bruh, are you serious? You are a grown man seeking cover behind a 20-year-old and then acting morally superior at every given chance. I didn't forget that he uh, suspended a player who got caught smoking weed, who basically went through a suspension from the NCAA. Dabo kept him suspended for moral reasons. So please, get this guy the fuck out of here. Please. Whew, okay. Now you know the last few weeks have been heavy as hell. So I'm going to bring a little bit of lightness. That's right. I'm going to introduce a new segment segment that I'll be doing from time to time. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you classic moments in audio history. have been heavy and the nation is fractured so let us all sit back take a deep breath and allow the 2013 single for brad paisley and ll cool j to wash all over us ladies and gentlemen i present to you accidental racist i'm not gonna go and do the whole song because i'd probably laugh far too hard but i'll give you my personal favorite parts from my point of view i'm just a Coming to you from the Southland Trying to understand what it's like not to be I'm proud of the way I have no idea why the hook to this song makes me laugh the way I do But baby, when Brad Paisley does his Woe is me, I'm white, and didn't own slaves I cannot control the laughter that flows from my body I mean, I'm just a white man it is hilarious. 
basically the rest of this is just going to be me laughing uncontrollably at LL Cool J. His verses are awful. But when we get to the ad-libs on the hook, that's when it becomes so bad, it's art. Listen to this. I have no idea why the hook to this song makes me laugh the way I do, but baby, when Brad Paisley does his Woe is me, I'm white, and didn't own slaves, I cannot control the laughter that flows from my body. I mean, I'm just a white man. It is hilarious. Basically, the rest of this is just going to be me laughing uncontrollably at LL Cool J. His verses are awful. But when we get to the ad-libs on the hook, that's when it becomes so bad, it's art. Listen to this. If you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forgive the iron chains. What? Big L, what are you doing, baby? R.I.P. Robert E. Lee, but I, gotta, but I gotta thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. Know what I mean? No, you don't, L.L. Fuck Robert E. Lee. I never in my life want to hear something like this ever again. In fact, I'd like to take this moment to publicly apologize to Tim McGraw and Nelly because I slandered the hell out of over and over when it came out. My friend from College Dale told me I was wrong for calling it audio garbage at the time. And you know what? She was right. I had no idea what fresh auditory hell was awaiting me. Well, I think I've rambled on long enough. I have a three-game series against the Pittsburgh Pirates that I need to get my team ready for on MLB The Show. So until next time, y'all be easy, take care of yourselves, and peace.